0: Welcome to Views from the Porch, a podcast where we explore what it looks like to survive and thrive in your young adult years. Each week, we talk about the biggest challenges facing young adults today and how to overcome them from God's word based on our weekly experience in leading thousands of young adults at the porch. For more info on the porch, visit ThePorch.Live. Thank you for joining.
1: What's up, guys? This is David. We are back with another episode of Views from the Porch. I'm joined with the Fort Worth director of The Porch, Joshua Timms. What's up, team? And Mrs. Elena
0: Haas.
1: Hey guys. Guys.
0: Hey, when you say Mrs, it makes me feel really old. I just need you to know that.
1: Guys, you can't I know you can't see Elena. She's actually <laughs> 60. Can you
0: not? She's call in her me prime. Mrs. <laughs>
1: Mrs Elena. Um man, that's funny. I love it. What are we talking about,
0: Mrs? <laughs> Josh
2: what the, I love that. Today, we're going to talk about, we're, we're in the topic of dating. That's we're, we're going to hang out in. And we're talking about something today is how far is too far uh, Oh, the, the most
1: iconic q dating dated. question of all time? Yep. How
2: far is too far in dating? Yep. Physically? So, yes. So, well, specifically physically, I think maybe we might jump in. But I, I, right now, I think the biggest concern here is physically, how far is too far in a dating relationship? What would you say? Uh, thank you for that. I appreciate that. Yep. 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 Uh, I would say a lot of things. And th- there's a helpful line that we've used here yep. that I, I think is helpful. And, um, and it's, it's this, if your body, if, you, if you're doing something with your significant other that causes your body to prepare itself for sex, which is clearly outside of God's bounds, then I would say that that's a line, at least for me, that I think is a helpful place uh, to draw and just go, mm, okay, now I can say, I believe that's too far. Here's the challenge with giving an answer to something like this. So we're going
1: to look yep. at what does God's word say is um, everyone in a Hold dating group. Vo- I love how you just set me up
2: and then you're like, <laughs> hey, let's, he, here's what's wrong with giving yeah, a solid I answer. Know. You haven't
0: picked up that he does uh, that well, yet. I know. Is, it's classic. Is, just is, uh, don't know.
2: David is setting this up. Is because
1: <laughs> whatever answer you give People are going to lawyer you and be like, well, it's okay. We're making out and you're sticking tongue down the throat and uh, my body wouldn't prepare preparing itself for yeah. sex at all. Like, I, I mean, I don't, I've, I've had lots of sex in my life and um, I, I can push boundaries here because no, that doesn't get me in the mood, so to speak. So everything's fine. So people are going to have different boundaries. Yeah. Even of that, they can be like, I, I mean, think about it. There's people out there that are like, hey, we can, hey, they said as long as yeah. I don't, <laughs> that doesn't happen. Then everything's fair game. And, uh, and so even that it can be a dangerous line to give, but I think by and large, your point is, Hey, um, the Bible calls us to flee sexual immorality, which is any sex outside of the context of marriage. And as it relates to that, one good handheld for most people is if you're in a place where because you're laying down together, watching a movie mm-hmm. or you are, um, kissing and laying on top of each other and your body is preparing for sex, you probably have gone too far. Or you at least probably need to then break it up, separate, not put yourselves in that environment because it's only going to go further. You should be dating. Let me think about it. I, I think this is true. <laughs> generally, uh, dating and being tempted to push the line physically is is not a bad thing. Or like generally, that's an okay thing. In other words, if you're like, oh man, we like each other so much that we want to Physically, be ah. more intimate together. Yeah. Yes. That is not something that is, uh, that's not a big red flag or like, man, that's really bizarre. That's called normal. Yeah. And like
0: it'd be a red flag if you felt nothing towards the person you're dating and you're like, oh, I can do everything and yeah. don't feel anything. That's it, concerning.
1: Physically, they touch me and I feel cold on yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: feel
1: nothing. I feel nothing towards you. Might as well that be a feels problematic. problematic. Corpse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so that is so normal. And that's why we harp um, because of that. Uh, You don't wanna put yourself in a long dating relationship that's gonna lead you to fall to sexual sin Mm -hmm. because you're just gonna be continually tempted, continually tempted. Um, Man, I'll throw this in here. I think part of the danger of long distance dating is related to this. Yeah, Mm -hmm. well, explain that. Well, you, you don't see each other and I'm not saying you can't long distance say, but part of the danger you got to know is that whenever you do see each other, all of that emotion is built up since the last time and you're running towards them. The hills are alive (laughs) with the sound of music (laughs) and you embrace and you're in the notebook scene. Yes. And it just, it it can compound all of that and it can make you more tempted Mm -hmm. physically and and emotionally um, because you're just like, man, uh,
2: you're around, you're here again. Plus there's
0: the whole like, where are you going to sleep when you go to their city type of situation? Yeah, it's
2: a whole other situation. Okay, here's my next question, David. Yeah. What, is, what does the Bible say about this? Like, if we go to the Bible, does it, does it say, like, in what dating chapter in the Bible do we see where these lines are? Yeah, dating didn't exist in the Bible. Okay. It was invented roughly 130 years ago. And it seems like it's going what, really well for us. <laughs> oh yeah, for
1: real. What did exist was sexuality or sex and marriage and people. And the Bible says lots about those things. And one of the things it says is in Hebrews chapter 13, verse four, the marriage bed should be kept pure by all that the Bible talks less about where's the line and more, when is the time that sex and anything related to intimacy, uh, it's less focused on, Hey, here's the line. You can't go this far. It's focused on when is the time according to the Bible? Like as we covered song of Solomon, it is like no holds bar what the couples does intimate intimately or in, in sex together, but it's all inside of the context of marriage. Prior to that, girlfriend is not a title that the Bible recognizes. It recognizes as it relates to a person of the opposite sex, a sibling, sister or brother, a mother, uh, or someone older, an elder woman or, um, or a brother and sister in Christ or a wife. Those would be the categories for woman and for, uh, a man, it would recognize, you know, husband, father, or brother. Yeah. First There's engagement Tim- in there somewhere, isn't there? Betrothed. Okay. Sure. Betrothed. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that's a good point. But in 1 Timothy chapter 5, I believe it's verse 2, it talks about how you are to treat young women like sisters mm-hmm. in all purity, older women like mothers, and older fathers or older men, like fathers and encourage them and exhort them as you would a father. So point being, as it relates to how you would treat your sister, like that's a pretty strong line. Yeah. (laughs) However you would treat your sister is the way that you're to really think about it and to pursue intimacy. um, I'm sorry, inside of the context of marriage or waiting until marriage. Yeah. We are to flee sexual morality. First Corinthians six verses 18 through 22 says. Prior to that.
0: Okay. I think people can hear that and be like, well, that seems really extreme. And why (laughs) would God do that? That feels very just like, like a policeman trying to make sure I don't do anything wrong. But we know the heart behind it.
1: Yeah, totally. Man, I think it's like everybody that I had, I crossed physical boundaries with that I was dating and everyone that I kissed and all of that. Like it just does something to your heart and your intimacy. Imagine a world where the only person you ever kissed was Jacob. The only person who you ever held was it was Molly, your yeah. wife, Josh. Yeah. Um, imagine a world where the only person you ever, I mean, this can't believe one of the dangers of pornography is mm-hmm. it's like it's it, toxic, it pollutes your mind. So I think God, because He loves you, cares about you, He wants incredible intimacy to be. And the more that um, you allow other ex- experiences of intimacy and sexuality to be a part of kind of what you've experienced, the more it can rob of that intimacy in marriage. God can heal anything but his heart is to protect his children and not have their hearts, um, I mean, engaged in relationships that are not the one that they're gonna be yoked to forever. I mean, what would you say?
0: Yeah, exactly. I just think um, we have learned the things that happen when you do cross physical boundaries with people, There's, it's not just physical, it's emotional, it's spiritual. We've covered this a lot at the porch. And so yeah. um, there's a ton of messages. You can check that out on Rated R for Romance which is our latest dating series. but. Um, yeah, that that'll go over more of like the reason why. I just know people can be like, "Why would that be the case?" And it's not yeah. just to steal joy; it's to protect us from being hurt and to keep marriage really special.
1: Totally, and it blinds you from being able to actually and honestly evaluate: Is this person a good fit for me? Right? Like, yeah. you take all the sex Thank out; you. you take everything out. Is this person actually a good fit for me? Because you may be masking the fact that you're not really friends. Because a lot of marriage is friendship and companionship, and you're not really friends. You don't really get along. You don't really like each other. You don't really like being with each other, and you're masking it with- But they're a good kisser. Yeah, they're a great kisser, and that, man, it's like we touch, and there's electricity, Mm -hmm. and you're masking really some problems in your relationship that if you were to hit pause, you'd be able to see them. And if you're going, it's not that big of a deal, we're just kissing, or it's not that big of a deal, we're doing whatever, then just stop it's not that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. Just hit pause (laughs) and evaluate the relationship and go like, man, is this a good good fit for me? Which Mm -hmm. probably brings us to a next question. What would y'all say? Um, Because uh, a lot of people that are listening are going, that's great, Well, we already messed up. Mm -hmm. We have messed up. Mm -hmm. Does that mean we need a breakup or what do we do now? We get this question, I get it once a week in an email that we cross this boundary, what do we do? What would y'all say?
2: Yeah, to answer the question, should we break up? I would say maybe uh but the, the first place to start is is um bringing that to the light is not living under that and so confessing that first to um just the lord he already knows but yet you um he wants us to come to him with the things we've done and just say hey god i he, have done this i want you to I want you to see this and then um you get to confess that to other believers um, and it says, man, you confess this to one another and pray for each other so that you may be healed. Like, uh, so first bring it to those in your life, bring it to God and just confess, Hey, here's what's happened. And be honest about that. Is the first thing that I would do. Uh, Elena, what would you do after that? If you're going, I've confessed to people and now what's my next action step? Would you say there's another one?
0: I mean, yeah. The thing with that though, is a lot of people maybe don't even have yeah. community. So for, um, like here at Watermark, we have community groups. And so we have people speaking into our lives. So we have people that we can confess those things to. And so the first step is like, Hey, if you're dating in isolation, if no one really knows that much about your relationship or even about your boyfriend or girlfriend, like that would be a great first step is if you guys are taking um, your face serious and you do want to follow Jesus in all of your life, including your dating relationship, that would be a great step to make sure you're in community and you have people speaking into your relationship. Um, and then whether or not you should break up or not, I think there's, it's, it really depends on a lot of factors. But for instance, if one person is like super convicted and like, hey, we should not do that again. Then we crossed boundaries, that wasn't okay. And the other person in the relationship is like, well, it wasn't that big of a deal. And like, Mm -hmm. it's not that bad. And God doesn't really care that we did that. I mean, if y'all aren't on the same page about that, that would be a big red flag of like, yeah, maybe we do need to break up because I'm down to like follow Jesus with everything, including our dating life and dating relationship. And you're not. And so maybe we're just unequally yoked. Maybe we're not on the same page. Maybe we're both not serious about our faith. And so that could be an indicator.
2: Yeah, Yeah, not not willing to put in boundaries. Also just form of repentance. Yeah, I also don't think that it means every time that, oh no, we've crossed the line. That means we have to. we have to break up that it, it's a, I would also say the next thing you do is you go to the, go to the other person and just say that that was too far. And if you're both acknowledging like, yes, I, I agree. And then the next thing to do is just begin to say, okay, if that was too far, what are the things that we can put in place? Um, I, I So one of the things that I did is we just said, Hey, if we're watching a movie for me, this is just a line. I said, this is awkward, but I'm trying to give an example that might be helpful. If we're watching a movie, uh, there's always uh, two, like two, Feet on the floor, meaning like we're not like never the horizontal thing together was not a thing. So, I mean, my, my feet were always on the floor, and, and if she wanted to like lay over, lean on my shoulder, and pull her feet up. Like, that's cute, that's great, but my feet had to stay on the floor. And it was just something that, like, you laugh, David's like chuckling at me, but like so helpful. It just gave me a, a really good line. No, I think it's great. Yeah, I'm laughing at another story <laughs> that I heard from a buddy named Ben who's spoken at the porch before
1: that um, he was dating his wife and he had a roommate named Justin. <laughs> and he would always have Justin there when they were hanging out, and um, like any time that they were at their apartment. His last name was Case. And so anytime that they were together, he made sure if you're coming over to my place, that Justin Case is there because <laughs> I want to make sure that I don't dishonor you in this relationship. That's a true story, Elena. And you <laughs> would laugh even at the yeah. wink. And that is amazing. His um, real name is true. Justin. Justin Case. <laughs> his, uh, his parents uh, allegedly so. So you yeah.
0: find yourself with someone's last name Case and make sure they're there. That's
1: exactly it. <laughs> That's no, the application. No, yeah. uh, your point is, is totally valid. Yeah. Like, hey, just don't put yourself in that situation. you got to yeah. know, hey, I like this person. Person, which means rationally I'm going to be tempted to go farther and push boundaries. Yeah. And that can be, um, and because I like them and I like the way that they look and I like the way that they smell and uh, whatever else draws you to them. And you need to know because of that, if I introduce that, that can be really dangerous to the relationship. It's going to fill this thing with shame. It's mm-hmm. going to blind me from my ability mm-hmm. to honestly evaluate whether or not they're a good fit for me. And so, because God loves me, he wants me to protect that and to have the full blown experience of that inside of marriage. But because he loves me, he wants me to make sure that I'm thoughtful. There's not a more significant other than following Jesus decision that you're probably going to make. Let me say, there's not a more significant decision you're going to make in life, aside from following Jesus or other than following Jesus, than who you're going to marry. Yeah. Yeah. And so why would you want to go in driving drunk? Because the Bible says sex is like intoxicating physical intimacy. It literally, it's a blinder for you. So having people Um, around.
0: Yeah. Let's go back to the question really fast of like how far is too far? Because I think some people are listening and maybe they are, they just started dating someone Mm -hmm. and they're like, okay, I want to make sure that I don't cross this line and I don't cross this boundary. So what can I do to set up some boundaries ahead of time to make sure I don't cross them? Like, I think very practically they're like, okay, is kissing okay? Is... Holding hands okay? Like is second base okay? Third base? Y'all know about the bases?
2: <laughs> I uh, feel like they uh, changed, and Haven't they changed. I mean? Not only do they change, I think different people decide, like, yeah, differently what they different
0: are. Different what they. Okay, well, do you know? what I mean, there's people out there, and yep. they're wondering. Yep. They want to know. Yeah, where totally. should I set these boundaries up?
2: Yep. David is kissing okay.
1: Um, you know, Paul says to greet one another with a holy kiss. I <laughs> so so appreciate that. Biblical. Yeah. Um i am I'm hesitant to give a line, mm-hmm. yeah, because I think whatever you do, people are gonna abuse it, and it becomes like the thing that that um they'll become legalistic about. I think you need to check your art. I would say any type of of stimulation or touching or heavy petting heavy petting is such a weird word, I don't know why we say that, but have you heard that before? <laughs> oh, yeah like, yeah keep going In um, merge, we, uh, <laughs> yeah. grinding um uh and, and grind, what's it like you lay on the couch that's called something too
0: oh uh dry humping. dry humping anything I was like that to say that is, uh, but david said it first so there
1: you go man <laughs> what this is rated r for romance back part two uh any of that i would say is out of bounds because like to your point you're preparing yourself for sex why would yeah. you put yourself in that situation it's only going whatever boundary you put you're going to be you're going to want to push that every mm-hmm. single time yep so further you should date someone who loves jesus you should get married quickly and you should experience all the the pleasures of sex and marriage. Yeah. I do
0: think that's a good point. Like one thing we've talked about before at the porch is like, wherever that line is for you, don't start at the line (laughs) of like where, you know, like let's just say, oh, kissing is going to be our line. Let's just say that's where you guys feel convicted to land. Don't start with kissing like right away in the relationship because you're going to want to push that as a, let's just say you kiss on the first date and then as the relationship progresses, it's going to be really hard to keep that line where it's at totally. because as you grow in more affection for one of Speak one another, for yourself, Elena.
1: <laughs> totally. no, you're so spot on. That's yeah. yes, it's it's so true. That's exactly true. And making sure that, Hey, I'm not, not only am I not going to pass this, I'm not going to make this relationship go past a certain amount mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because, um, I just get nervous when people say they've been dating for five years. I'm like, yeah, they're sleeping together. And, um, and, totally, you know, maybe yeah. I'm wrong and that's, that's a yeah. messed up part of me. Or I'm concerned that I can't believe you guys have been dating is, is compared to marriage mm-hmm. is, um, is just not that great. Why would you want to, if you date God's way, Right. Yeah. most people don't date God's way. And so they're like, yeah, I get all the benefits and I get to hook up whenever I want and, and it's chill and I haven't solidified this decision for the rest of my life. So. Yeah. It's great, but if you date God's way, it's yep. just not that that great. So,
2: and I would talk about those things ahead of time. Here's something that's up. We're, we're trying not to give a line simply for all the reasons we've already talked about, but but a. Um something to be thoughtful of. Hebrews 12, one says this, there, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witness, witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. And so I think it's something to think in there. Is, is this helping me to run faster? Like, am I am I running, pursuing Jesus faster because I've added this to my life was something I, I thought of. Um, and I'm going like, hey, is this actually make me love Jesus more? Or does this begin to make me desire this relationship in a way, uh, just because I'm I'm enjoying I'm getting something from it uh, that physically is pleasing to me, and so just we're we're trying to help you guys think about or train you how to think as you begin this. And uh, there's lines I would ha- I would communicate with the other person relationship ahead of time, yeah. so that you know because if if one person's thinking uh, something this thing and another person's thinking something different, those lines can get crossed really easily, and so I would communicate on the front end. Yeah. And
1: I would date in community and have people in your life that are asking you questions about how are y'all doing as it relates to purity and that you can go to to pray for you, to know that, to help deal with like just um, any of the ways that, man, you haven't lived or you haven't dated in a way that that aligns with what God's word says. Um, Anything else that you guys have? No, I think that is it. We will see you next week on another episode of Views from the Porch.